My job that I have in the future depends on the turnout of this election. You might want to stay in the house more because you don't know how other people are going to react. I think that is much more terrifying to me than the fact that we don't have results yet. It took five days for the United States to find out who its next president would be. It's Thursday, November 12th. It's been nine days since Election Day and five days since the election was called for President-elect Joe Biden. People were rejoicing in the streets of Washington, D.C. after it was announced Saturday that former Vice President Joe Biden was projected to be the next president of the United States. Welcome back to Offbeat, a podcast by the Diamondback. Because Election Day became Election Week, and we're all still feeling it, this month we bring you the unfettered stories from this election purgatory and an explanation as to what happens now. I'm your host, Anastasia Marks. The American election cycle is already long. It's a marathon, not a sprint, starting two years before actual election day. Almost right after one election ends, another campaign begins. And this was only more true when a surge of mail-in and absentee voting had to be counted in battleground states. No matter what party you favor, last week was long. So how did University of Maryland students spend their five days in electoral limbo? God damn, we've been doing this for four years. Can we just get it over with? This is Ben Bateman. He's a senior here at UMD, majoring in economics and government and politics. Ben worked on Elizabeth Warren's campaign earlier this year, just before the pandemic. Leading up to the election, he was volunteering for the Democratic Party, culminating in about a 22-hour day on Election Day. I was up in Philly these past four days um, doing, like, volunteer management for the campaign. How was that? You see the bags under my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was rough, I'll be real honest. Sometimes it feels like everyone knows someone who's volunteered or interned in politics. At least if you're in Vsauce. Ben's one of those people. But the wait wasn't any easier just because he volunteered and knew the process would take some time. Even campaign workers were feeling the fatigue by the end of the week. We're always, you know, used to having it called by 1 a.m., 2 a.m., but the news and the campaigns have all been telling us, like, we're not going to have results for days, and they've been telling us that for a month. And so I think despite them telling us all that, like, we're still, like, hoping for something on election night. Like, I definitely was as well. I was hoping for something more conclusive, like, maybe not final results, but more conclusive. It wasn't just campaigners or people who entrenched themselves into the process. The limbo took its toll on lots of American voters. Even in states like Maryland that are heavily Democratic, and for students in the midst of midterms and an ongoing global pandemic, the election was at the forefront of minds, almost annoyingly so. My name is Ariana Delgado. Um, I'm a senior at University of Maryland. I study government and politics. Yeah, so I'm a Republican and I'm comms director of College Republicans. Ariana works on Capitol Hill and has been employed through the duration of the coronavirus. But the nerves had settled in by last Tuesday and the amount of news she was taking in wasn't great for her mental health. So how are you feeling? Um, definitely a little bit uneasy. <laughs> I interned on the Hill. Um, I'm very used to the upbeat environment. And I just think, you know, election day is finally here. You know, I've been tracking polls nonstop. It's like eat, sleep, breathe polls. And there's so many swing states where it's like, like a point three percentage like difference. So I think both on the left and the right, you know, we're all very nervous. 
You might be wondering why this election limbo happened. We are here to clear some things up. The bulk of that stems from reliance on early and mailing voting as a result of the pandemic. Here's Jack Hogan. He reports on national politics and the 2020 presidential election for the Diamondback. Most of the states that we saw results from early on election night either began processing weeks before the election, and in some cases they even started counting before election night. So that's why we were able to see results there. But in the states that are remaining, for the most part, they did not begin processing or counting until election day. And that's what we saw happen. After election night, Donald Trump took the early lead in many swing states. But as states began counting absentee ballots, Joe Biden started to close the margin. For some key battleground states, it took several days before the majority of these ballots were even counted. And that's not even including potential recounts. By early Friday morning, Pennsylvania and Georgia had turned blue. Georgia's Secretary of State announced there would be a recount regardless. Recounts happen every year and they usually aren't too consequential, so that's to be expected. So what happens next? The electoral votes are actually counted by Congress in January. So even when this limbo ends, there's still more waiting. While we continue to watch this election play out, are you still finding yourself feeling anxious? Americans on both sides of the political spectrum say that this election limbo was bad for their mental health. What does this actually mean for everyone? Does remaining election anxiety still have you down? Do you feel strung out after last week? One of our reporters, Maddie Peake, spoke with psychology professor Alexander Shackman, who specializes in anxiety. He answered some questions on what the election stress is doing to our minds, especially as college students. The main questions I asked Professor Shackman were, firstly, why do people have heightened anxiety about this election compared to any other? And secondly, what can people be doing to cope with it? And what were his thoughts as an expert on anxiety? Professor Shackman called this time a blockbuster emotional challenge for Americans. And what he means by that is that the election is really stressful because of all the political polarization and political rhetoric being tossed around, both from Democrats and Republicans. The state of American society right now is really stressful already with the Black Lives Matter movement and the coronavirus. And with this election being drawn out even more, it can be really stressful for people. So what were some of his recommendations for people to help them cope with their anxiety surrounding this election? Professor Shackman advises students to take a break, to go out and have fun, and try to enjoy this time as much as you can. He talked about how he worries specifically about college students and the opportunities we might miss out on because this is such a special time of our lives right now that if we spent all this time having anxiety about the election, we might miss out on opportunities that are unique to us in this time. So he advises to take care of yourself as much as you can and try not to stress about the election too much. And in Washington, D.C. Saturday, a lot of people did just that. It feels like America Of course, not everybody was celebrating. Here's Ariana again. We found her after the election was called for Joe Biden on Saturday. So I'm still a little bit optimistic because technically he's still the projected winner. Votes still like haven't been like finalized because then like all the court hearings are gonna happen. Past the disappointment, Ariana was expressing the same things a lot of Americans felt. Relief that there was finally something. I just felt like while watching the results, like, <laughs> when is this going to end? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I kind of just, I was honestly just like ready for it to just end. 
And yet, even with College Park less than 10 miles from D.C., and the onslaught of social media posts and stories reminding you to vote, it was somehow possible to be ambivalent about the long haul of this election cycle. Some people just don't feel politics plays a part in their lives. This is Sam Fuller. He's a junior architecture major. I honestly didn't care too much about like how it's going. Like I try not to involve myself too much. I'm one of those people who's not going to post all over social media. Like It's just something I don't really like bother doing. What's been going through your head today? It's the day after election day. States are still counting votes and it really could be either candidate's race. Yeah. I, yeah, I was noticing that because like I had been like keeping an eye on it. Sam said he knew the election was important, both for himself and the entire country. But he said he was too busy to get super involved. I mean, honestly, like if I wasn't such a busy person, I'd probably have more time to really get myself involved. Because I know like there is like a lot of issues that are go on within politics. They talk about sustainability and like that's like something I've learned um, a good bit about just because I am an architecture major. Sam did still vote, casting a ballot on election day for Donald Trump. Even if he didn't care who won, he cared about the act itself. Voting is a right that has been given to us by our nation. And I feel like you do need to do it. Even like even if you have a very minimalistic background on politics, you should do it anyway. Because like I know for Maryland, they pose you questions about the school systems and stuff and like um, Board of Education. And I feel like you should just read those and like make decisions based off of what you're reading. It's been almost a week since the race was called and we have a president-elect. So what happens now? The recounts and lawsuits from Trump are on. The Georgia recount is already underway and a recount in Pennsylvania may follow. And somehow, we're back to that limbo, that little bit of uncertainty. What worries me then is, you know, what's going to happen for the next two months until hopefully Biden is sworn in. Yeah, if it's a prolonged court battle, I think honestly people are just tired. I'm tired. Just want it over with. As always, if you have a question you'd like us to answer in a coming episode, Tweet us. We are at dbkoffbeat on Twitter. And if you want more explanation as to why the election took five days and what happens between now and Inauguration Day, visit our website, dbknews.com. This episode was created by Kimmy Fleming, Rosa Pio, Jack Hogan, Maddie Peek, Julia Nickinson, Rachel Hunt, Sahana Jayaraman, Clara Longo de Freitas, Daisy Grant, and myself. Anastasia Marks. Thanks for listening to another episode of Offbeat. We'll talk to you soon.